0: Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, guys, we're back for another episode of the Coastal Midweek Podcast. I hope that you guys have been enjoying each week. I know TJ and I are having a lot of fun doing this, conversating back and forth. And so I got TJ back here today. We just finished up our final week of the Multiply series, and it was such a great series. I know that this weekend really challenged me, actually. And there was a particular time in your message where you were talking about how Andrew took the basket, the five loaves, the two fish, he hands it to Jesus, Jesus blesses it, he breaks it, and then he hands it back to Andrew. And you gave this great analogy of like Andrew looking at it and going, Jesus, you didn't do anything. Yeah. And basically, you know, having this conversation back and forth of realizing that Jesus did the miracle, but when he put it back in Andrew's hands, it didn't look like anything had changed. But man, when they started to distribute it and use what was there, it began to multiply. And I think that was such a beautiful picture of our life and so many times what we pray for and think about and ask God for. And He does what we need Him to do, but on the other side of it, we're looking at it and going, "Uh, I don't think this is enough.
1: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times we're waiting for the miracle to take place in our hands Mm -hmm. before we do anything with our hands. Right. And it, it it actually... It reminded me of a message that you preached years ago on Gideon. Mm. And uh
0: Good old Gideon. Good
1: old Gideon. Gideon has a lot of lessons Man, in he, life.
0: He had some issues too. I feel like <laughs> everybody in the Bible had issues, but Gideon was special.
1: Yeah, Gideon was, but but there's a there's a phrase in there where it says, Go in the strength you have. Yes. Um, and so many times we're waiting for a strength that we don't yet have. Or, or we don't waiting, think we have. Or we don't think we have, or right. we're waiting for a gift that hasn't manifested itself mm-hmm. in our reality mm-hmm. to, before we do something. And God, God, a lot of times, is going, man, I've already given you what you need. Yeah. You just don't recognize it because you haven't even tried yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think a lot of us are waiting for God to do something, and God's waiting us for, for us to step out in some faith right. and go, okay, God, I've given this to you. You've blessed it, and you've handed it back to me. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me to go distribute. Well, I want to see it before I believe it. And God's going, "No, no, no. I need you to believe it yeah. and then you'll see it."
0: Well, I think sometimes it's it's really hard because all of us live in our own head. Yeah. You know, in our own insecurities of thinking that we're not enough. And I think so many times the things that we so desperately want or the things that we're lacking in Sometimes if we would just begin to to do those things and act on those things, you know, I, I had this realization a long time ago that your need is actually your seed, you know. And sometimes if we would just take what we need or what we think we need or, you know, if we would just take our insecurity or we would just take our fear and we would go, you know, respond, do something for somebody else that we're scared to do, you know, or make a difference for somebody else. We want friends, then go be a friend. Yeah. You know, and if we would begin to do those things, then God strengthens us. He uses us. He fulfills us. But when we just sit there, yeah, like it doesn't really makes it make a difference. Actually, I looked up this verse in Second Corinthians nine ten. It says this: "And God, who supplies seed for the sower, seed for the sower." Like not just seed if you're not sowing, but seed for the sower will also supply you with the seed that you need to make it grow and produce a rich harvest from your generosity. Yeah. Doesn't say when you have abundance, but he gives you seed to sow and from your generosity, it produces a harvest.
1: Well, I think it it goes back to the story, you know, of the little boy, the little boy could have consumed what he had. Instead, he saw it multiplied. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of us, what we do is we take our gift, we take our talent, we go, well, it's not enough to do something great for somebody, so I'm going to use it for myself. Mm -hmm. And what we end up doing is we end up consuming our own seed, Mm -hmm. and we wonder, why why are we not reaping the great miracles? Why are we not... Reaping yeah. uh, the financial benefit. Why are we not reaping the promotion? Why are we not reaping the relational things? Because
0: we're not planting. Because it. We're, we're not planting
1: it. it. We're not sowing it and sowing it. Uh, you know, it's it's funny because it goes back to uh, who a, a gentleman who is now your stepfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked te-
0: about that a little bit. Teaching last me yeah.
1: uh, about generosity, and, and he taught me about farming. That's how he taught me about generosity. And he said, "You know what's interesting? He he has cows and." farms and all kinds of stuff. He said, what's interesting is when I go to to plant a field, what we do is we don't put like an individual seed in the ground. We just take handfuls and we just talk. It's like with a machine that we just throw it out there. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I'm like, that's so inefficient. But he's like, no, no, no. It's actually efficient because we're sowing. Yeah,
0: the more you sow. The more
1: you sow, the more you're going to reap. And so many of us have not realized that our life is to be about Giving, giving in so many different avenues from our relationships to our friendships, to our money, to our giving our gifts and our Mm -hmm. our ability to to love and care and -hmm. and grace people with things. It's all a gift that we get to give.
0: I, I think about it so many times in giving generosity or whatever, because some of the conversations that I have with people are usually, man, I don't have any friends Yeah. or nobody served me in my time of need. You know, and I I think about those things sometimes, and sometimes that's that's crushing. You know, it's hard to deal with those things. But I tend to ask myself when I'm in those moments, when was the last time I did what I need for somebody else? When did I, last time I scattered so much seed, you know, so that I could produce the harvest in, in my own life? And the more I get outside of my needs and my wants... And begin to do for others or step outside my insecurity because I have a lot of insecurities. You know, I have a lot of things that hold me back so many times. But when you just make the decision to move or to do something, like you see that confidence grow.
1: Yeah. And but part of that is 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 a lot of times we use our experience or lack of lack of somebody doing something mm-hmm. in that season. And it will keep us when we when it actually should be motivation. Like it's partly as as a pastor today it's why I reach out to so many people that are planting churches and young right. pastors because I remember nobody wanting to invest in me yeah and so now that I'm on the other side of it I'm thinking back I remember when mm-hmm. and what I wish i'm I'm making it my priority to go man what never happened for me I want to make sure I have happened for everybody else yes. And and I think that that's part of the generosity mindset is is like well when when I was going through when that I'm lacking yeah when I was going through that season when when maybe I went through a procedure and nobody cared for me well i want to make sure that the next person that goes through a procedure that there's somebody that's caring for yes. them because i know i remember what that's like yeah and i want to make sure that those people don't have the same experience I, I
0: think our tendency can be to put off that responsibility because yeah. nobody did it for me so therefore you know, i shouldn't do it for anybody exactly. else instead of it being like man let me make that fuel yeah to do something for other people, to make a difference for other people, you know, I needed that miracle in my life, Yeah. you know, and maybe God used that brokenness.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why there's pain in your purpose, like right. that purpose pain, in your pain. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs>
0: pain in your purpose. There too. is pain in
1: your purpose. <laughs> both ways. Be, it's both ways, and and you know, God wants to take those moments mm-hmm. and go, man. There's there's. He's given you a burden for a reason. I don't think that that yeah. burden, that that season, whatever that moment was mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, this isn't right. It wasn't so you could just go point out that isn't right.
0: Exactly, to blame.
1: To blame, it's actually because God is going, you know what, that isn't right. I need you to make and this. And I need you now, yes. now that you've discovered you that, now that you've seen that, I need you to go feed them, exactly.
0: Yes. And I think I think that's for anybody in any stage of life, whether yeah. you're a mom and you feel lonely, like let's look for other moms that might feel the same way and start a group together or reach out to them. Or how can I serve you? You know, for the businessmen that may feel like, man, nobody's invested in me or I'm walking through a season where I don't know what to do. You know, who are you reaching out to, to, to help?
1: Yeah. Help well, I, th- them? I think about, there's a woman in our church that she was, she was, she knows what it's like to be a mom. She's got four kids and she started noticing all these other moms that were asking her for prayer for their kids. And mm-hmm. she was like, well, I remember what it's like being a mom on the, yeah. on the front end and all those things. So what'd she do? She went out and she's like, man, I'm gonna start a group for moms that can pray. Because
0: yeah, obviously a need. Because obviously
1: it's a need. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I remember what that was like and wishing that I would have people that would yep. pray with me. And now she's got all these moms showing up. They're praying together. They're, They're seeing, seeing miracles happening. take place. Yeah. I mean, because it. she saw this, this pain point in her own life and in other people's life and said, man, I can put purpose to that and I can make a difference and I can use my gift mm-hmm. and my talent mm-hmm. to, to help other people through this situation.
0: Yeah. I think it's such a powerful thing when you can realize that because so many times, again, it goes back to something we talked about in our very first podcast. Like the enemy is always trying to distract us, yeah, to distort our reality, to make us buy into something that's counterfeit. In our mindset and our belief of something, and I think if we can begin to overcome in those moments and just go, you know what? I have everything that I need, and I'm going to begin to step out in these things. I'm going to encourage this person, or I'm going to give in in this way, or you know whatever that may be. God uses those things to build our confidence, to build our influence. Like, and when we when you make a difference for somebody else, yeah, you feel so empowered that you begin to be able to do it over and over and over again. And I think that's how God works in our life is when we do, it's like that that harvest of the seed that you planted that nourishes you. Yeah. That feeds you.
1: But I, I and, and listen, I get why it's so hard because just like Andrew probably looked at that basket and and he thought, at least I would think to myself, I've got five loaves and I've got two fish. I'm going to get to about three people mm-hmm. and this is going to be gone. What am I going to do about the other 19,997 yeah. people. But here's the thing that I've learned. Like I've learned that you just got to start. Yep. And I'm not going to have all of that questions answered on the front end. Right. But as I'm going along, the answers will come throughout mm-hmm. the process. And I think that as he was probably handing those out, you know, as he was handing out that last piece, <laughs> he's handing it to that person. All of a sudden he looks down and there's, oh,
0: there's more there. There's more there.
1: He's like, where the heck did that come from? Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You just keep handing it out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and. Uh, And for a lot of people, it's just going to be starting somewhere with something.
0: Yep. Maybe it's a connect group. Yeah. Maybe it's, you know, going to next steps and learning how, you know, God can use your unique gifts or talents to be able to, you know, minister to the people around you and your family and your job or all of those things. Maybe it's to recognize the place where you feel in need yourself and you realize, man, I'm going to do this for somebody else. And I think that can make a, a huge impact, you know, in in life. I think too many of us just walk around almost purposeless yeah. when there is purpose in every single day. Like if we would just open our eyes and look around, God brings that person to your mind. Text them, you know. I think it. I don't know.
1: It, it's crazy because being a pastor, you know, I've got to. I I get to be with people in their most amazing moments, you know, childbirth, weddings, but also get to be with them in their worst moments, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, when they got a diagnosis Mm -hmm. or they're at the end of their life. And what's interesting is at the end of their life, the things that they regret, it's never been, I did this and I regret it. It's always been the decisions like I didn't do. Right. And I live with regret because I didn't do. Mm. And I think that just like I said this weekend, it's getting late.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we, we have a finite amount of time. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing that can happen is we live with regret of I could have, I should have, but I didn't. Yeah. And so we've got to take advantage of the moment. You know, my favorite quote is from an old revivalist, the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within a lifetime of the opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we have an opportunity every single day to seize the opportunity of a lifetime that day mm-hmm. in serving somebody, caring for somebody, loving somebody, starting something, mm-hmm. and, and making a difference. I, I love a lady in our church. Her name is Julie. And uh, she saw a need. Yep, She saw a need with people that were actually homeless people. She's, she's a
0: single mom. She's
1: a single mom. Raise, raising so kids. So many
0: different, she, yeah. she's she got so much she's got, on her plate.
1: She 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 has every excuse in the world not to do something. Mm-hmm. And um, she decided, you know what, I'm going to start s- feeding these homeless people. Feeding homeless people turned into, I'm going to start feeding people. Yep. And now, you know, she, she'll feed probably this year 500,000 meals.
0: Out of her house. Out of
1: her home.
0: If you know of anybody that has a good building or location for her. <laughs> yeah, we, we would <laughs> like to put
1: her in a location. But- <laughs> But my point is, is, you know, it started with a simple burden mm-hmm. and she didn't say, well, I don't have enough. She just looked at what she had, yes, which was like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches mm-hmm. that she was making on her counter, started making them and handing them out uh, on Sunday afternoons. And
0: and that, now she gets donations from all kinds of, like her whole house is full.
1: Her house is basically freezers a food and pantry. Refrigerators <laughs> it's and, crazy. It, it, yeah, and but it, but it just shows what God can do mm-hmm. with somebody that says God here's access, right? And you know she's going to impact hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. just this year. Yeah, just from a simple act of obedience.
0: Yeah, it's in, it's incredible yeah. to see what God can do when you're just available. Exactly. Just say here I am. Yeah. You know, send me or do with me. Yeah. You know, what would you tell people? right now that may be going okay i i've prayed i've asked god for a miracle i'm recognizing right now that maybe he has blessed it and broke it and and put it back in my hands what do i do how do i start what is you know
1: Uh, i mean depending on what it is i think there's there's always there's principles of sowing and reaping Mm -hmm. um and so
0: actually let me let me let me say this. I had this thought earlier. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no, go for it. But so many times in the life of the church, and this is something that I have appreciated about seeing, and I don't think everybody sees this. I don't even think, you know, our staff sees this or knows this. But when we've been in seasons of lack or of need, you know, whether it be financially or any of those things, or we need God to to do a breakthrough, you have consistently just said okay we're gonna give like we're gonna write this check we're gonna bless this ministry we're gonna do this and almost every time that that happens God begins to overflow with blessings and everything that we need yeah. in those moments and I think it, it, it's stretching in it, that moment
1: it is but I, I believe that I can't outgive God that's right and um uh, I was taught very early in my faith that I give my way out of problems. Mm. I don't get my way out of problems. I give my way out of problems Mm. through, through my money, through my time, through my talent, like our
0: words, through our our words, through
1: our love. Like I'm going to give my way out of this Mm. thing. That's good. And, and I think that a lot of times we we're looking for ways to get out of it instead of give out of it. Mm. Um, and if we start to give to it, one, it starts to change my perspective. Yep. Um, Two it puts my trust fully in the one who holds it all
0: mm-hmm.
1: And three it 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 makes me more aware of what's around me yeah because all of a sudden I'm looking for need because I have seed yep and and so that that has been a mantra of of our church so so I would tell somebody that that is going like hey what, what do I do uh, what are what are where are things that you can give to? From from you have a gift, yeah. you have a talent, you have a skill set. How can you how can you invest that in something else right. that is going to not benefit you at all?
0: Yeah, or um, open your eyes and serve somebody else that you see that's in the same position you are correct. struggling. Like just open your eyes a little bit.
1: Yeah, there is need everywhere.
0: So, I mean, we all we see this all the time in the church too. Like everybody walks in here and you think I'm alone. What you don't realize is. Everybody is walking through something. Everybody could use an encouraging word. You know, everybody could use just a text or a phone call of I'm thinking about you or I'm praying for you today or a financial blessing or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. And 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 you just gotta part of it is is you've got to get outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the hardest thing to do because we get so consumed with what. Well, here's what my issue is. Here's what I'm dealing with, yeah. and and you got to be listening. The other day, uh, I, I was I was listening and I, I heard overheard this this girl that serves in our church, loves our church. Like her car had broken down; it was in the shop, and I, I just felt like God said, "Hey, you guys are going to take care of that." Mm. And I was like, "We're going to take care of that." Uh, yep. And so I just walked up to her. And I said, "Hey, whatever that bill is, just send it to me." Mm. Uh, why? Because that was God telling me right there in that moment. There's something you can do. Right. And there are moments like that every single day. We just have to open up our ears and eyes and heart to them. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God is speaking continuously to us about, like, these are my kids and they're all in need. Yeah. And it might just be you walking up and actually asking somebody, hey, how's it going? Yes. Like, really?
0: If they say okay, be like, why just okay? Yeah. People get shocked when they they do do that. They're like, wait. Wait, no, I mean, it's going great. You know? No, no, no. You
1: said it was okay. So, yeah, what's, so what's, what's going, going down? on? What's going down? Because they're just not. Dig
0: a little deeper. They're
1: used to the superficial, right. like, oh, I'm good. Are you really? Mm-hmm. And then, because they realize somebody actually cares. Yeah. And then you get to make a difference.
0: So I love to be able to give people resources. And I don't know if you have any resources that you would think, you know, I could share with the people right now. Or I can just challenge people. At the end of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of, of just off off my head, um um Matthew Barnett wrote a book on um on finding a cause. Mm. And it's is I'm trying to remember the exact name of it. It's something for a cause, um, by Matthew Barnett. He started the LA Dream Center, incredible book, Serve by Dino Rizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, looking for ways that you can serve in your community would be a, another another great book yeah. that you could be a part of um that you could read to to learn and grow on on this aspect of life.
0: Well, and I I think the most simple thing that we can do is sometimes we are our own resource Yeah. of God's given us opportunities. And what I want to challenge people to do this week is to get outside of, of your need and begin to open your eyes and to say, how can I serve? How can I help? How can I see other people in their need and maybe god's just that's the blessing and the breaking and it's in your hands and now he's going to use you just like you said to do a miracle for somebody else and in doing that miracle for somebody else god meets that place and that need in in your own life so i want to encourage you guys this week to to get outside of that to open your eyes to look around and to say god what do you want me to see today and then just to be obedient to whatever he shows you
1: can i also say this i, I mean in this is gonna sound self-serving, but it's really, I, I promise you, it's not like I mean, giving to the house where you're planted at mm-hmm. and seeing the life change that's taking place is unbelievable. You know, two weeks ago we we actually spoke on generosity and this past weekend. We 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 spoke on it a little bit again, but we were really on your time is short. Do you know that the people in the hub said that there were more people that came back for prayer, mm. for needs, for things going on out of the last two weeks than they've seen it wow. ever before? Wow. Because I think that there, there is a cord between our stuff and our heart. Yeah. And what God is really after isn't your stuff. What he's really after is your heart. Mm-hmm. He just knows that the thing that you've given your heart to is your stuff, mm-hmm. and he's trying to get that from us, and and so I, I want to say this, like, so into the, the work of getting people to know Jesus, yes. and if, if you think we're a place that isn't, like, you don't trust us, listen, give to Calvary Chapel, Fort Lauderdale, incredible church, Church by the Glades, I love Pastor David. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many great church, Victory Church in Boca that you can give to uh, the local church out, out in Plantation Davy area. You can give to Vibrant Church, which is a church plant in in plant in uh, Sunrise. You can give to Oceanside Church in Boca. I, I mean, I can name you churches that that would be overwhelmed by generosity, and and so I, I believe that that's something that as the body of Christ we are called to do. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a good challenge to end with, and. You know, if you guys are out there and this podcast really is making a difference for you, if you're enjoying this, this this is something that you like, please let us know. Do a review for us. Take a screenshot and post it on social media. We want to know that this content is valuable for you, that you guys are enjoying it. Well, again, hope you guys have an incredible week this week. And we'll see you back here next week. See ya.